Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trojan Hockey Podcast, along with head coach Pat O'Leary. I'm Pete Wagner, as we have a summertime edition for you, as uh, summer has its purpose, absolutely, Pat, and uh, I know in between rounds of golf and being on the ice, you've got plenty to do, so thanks for joining the program here today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. So, uh, obviously, you guys are on the ice now, STP uh, is is rolling, and you know, for those that don't know, what is the uh, acronym STP? What does that stand for in high school hockey for training? Well, I mean, when it was originally made by Minnesota Hockey, I believe it was a satellite training program. And I think it was just something that was built for, you know, trying to get, you know, the communities to have, um, you know, something for the for the kids to do that's in-house, you know, so on and so forth. So it really started in the infant stage with that. And, and then from there expanded to, like, you know, playing in games or tournaments versus other communities, which was kind of cool. And then now basically, I think they had, they took, I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, but I think they took the satellite training program word out of it. Now it's just summer training program, but they kept the AST, or sorry, the STP acronym, sure. which is good. So, you know, so basically, yeah, it's just, you know, the, the ability to, you know, for a six week span, I guess seven weeks minus the fourth, um, you know, time to just be with your kids and, 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 you know, just, kind of build that camaraderie within the program and kind of get the younger kids to understand what it's all about and, you know, older guys uh, learning how to be leaders. How, how much do you feel uh, this really helps uh, basically springboard your season? I mean, do you do you feel as though uh, when you didn't do this, this wasn't available in the past, has this been a great space for you to work, like not under the pressure yeah. of games coming up and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean you think of it like, you know, the, the programs that like, you know, really needed are like football, obviously, because you got, you know, you're trying to, you, your spring ball, I mean, college is going year round, so on and so forth. And like in NFL does their, you know, summer training and stuff. It's just, so I, I wouldn't put it in that category, but I, the next layer down, like, you know, these kids are skating all the time and stuff. But I think speaking for myself, you know, it's a great way for, you know, our, you know, some of our staff and, and, and you know, uh, you know, coaches and stuff to be on the ice with these kids. And like I said, like what we mainly use it for is just, you know, the camaraderie thing and the battling thing and just getting to know each other and being around buddies from, from your school. And, you know, like I said, integrating the younger kids. And so I think it's a huge asset for that piece of it. Um, and I can't speak for anybody else. We don't do a lot of like line stuff and power playing penalty kill. Ours is all skill based. Um, we get to, we do some scrimmages, you know, throughout the year, we're actually scrimmaging at Rogers tomorrow, which is fun. So we, uh, that's the fun part is you get your guys together and then you get to scrimmage against other programs throughout the summer um, you know, while you're in that little window of time that you can do it. So, um, you know, that's just kind of how we run it and, you know, get all the kids out there together and, um, you know, kind of see how they've grown up. And, and like I said, for me personally, it's, it's fun to see our kids that have came through the program that are maybe seniors now or kids that are going from sophomore year to junior year, how much older and stronger they are. And, uh, you know, they kind of feel what it's like to be a part of a, of a high school program. And um, that, that they teach that to the younger kids. So you, you had mentioned uh, before we got on this that, you know, summer's really a time for growth, you know, you get bigger and stronger too. Yeah. So there's obviously, there, is there some form of an ice, off ice component that you put into play with this too as well? Yeah. And so basically like, there's so many different options, obviously in the twin cities area right now for training and everything. So, you know, I, we have, there's a couple of different options that I, it's gotten to the point now where I, this will be my 13th year now. So like the guys kind of know how I operate. So I have got, you know, people that I recommend them to, or they have guys that they go to. And, and it's more of just from my perspective is the communication between our guys and our coaching staff on understanding, you know, they always want to know what they need to get better on, you know, 
and without saying the obvious five skills of hockey, it's just, you know, the maturity thing. And, you know, in, in, and I think the biggest issue we're dealing with right now is, is there's, there's ultimately ice every day that you want it. You could skate three, four times a day, you know, so on and so forth and all that stuff. So it's like explaining to these kids how important it is to the nutrition piece of it. And, you know, actually, you know, getting in the weight room and, you know, staying healthy. And then on top of it, more important, the most important, in my opinion, is just enjoying the summer too. Like it's, it's, it's almost already the 4th of July, you know, you know? So it's like get to your cabin or play golf or, you know, play lacrosse or baseball, whatever, all of the things, you know, just get outside. So, um, you know, all those things into a blender and it's just, you know, we enjoy it cause it, it's fun for us to be out there too. But, um, you know, basically it's just a way for them to have fun and work hard and, be around their buddies. Yeah, one of the things that I've always noted, you know, of, of the two teams in Minnesota, at least on the west side of the metro, that I feel the players have clearly understood what what roles mean in playing have been yourselves in Edina. Those two teams have always been really good with that, both of your teams. How are you able to do that? And would you agree with that statement uh, from, like, you know, there, there, there's a lot of potential ego, let's be honest. You know, well, I was this, I was that as a peewee and a squirt. But the reality is, is you're this now, and this is what we need you to do. It seems like you're able to channel that really nicely with your team. Does some of that begin here, and can you kind of talk to roles and things like that? Well, 100%, you know, begins here, but I think it even begins, like, in the past over like over time you know what i mean like i said so like obviously kurt's been there for a while and i've been right. here for a while and yep. so basically and i think and, and, and there's a tribute to you know the youth coaches as well as you know and i think the number one you know ally for that or you know maybe you put the onus on or give the credit to however you want to frame it up is the the kids that have been through it you know what i mean so <clears throat> the kids that you know at some point you know we always talk to our sophomores as they become seniors and just explain to them like okay well you know who is kind of the guy you looked up to when you're a sophomore or even a junior for that matter or maybe you're a freshman you know whatever the case may be and and they always have some name on it and um and then you fast forward to the next year and then the next year and the next year you know so it's just it's kind of that inner you know kind of culture type thing of understanding and it's hard obviously you know this day and age and, and every sport and everything to you know, put the team before yourself or put the community before yourself or the school, all those things. So, you know, I think, yes, it starts in the summer, but it also starts at school. It also starts, you know, just wherever they're at, just kind of just that culture of, you know, representing the program properly and all those things, you know, but they, uh, they do it. And, you know, the, the older kids have to take pride in that and, you know, being a captain in, in our program, you know, kind of puts a little bit more pressure on you, not more than anywhere else, but just kind of understanding that when you get to the next layer of the onion with actually playing the game, <clears throat> understanding, you know, the defense when that runs a power play or the, you know, your six D man or, you know, the fourth line guys, all those things. It's like, you know, the thing that's different, I think, to, to that kind of, you know, sparked my interest when you asked that question is, is it's kind of funny because you're talking about, you know, two of the bigger programs in the state. So right. it's like, there's two sides of that story. The one side is, yes, we probably have a lot of really high end kids that are coming out of Bantams that were, you know, 50, 60 goal scorers when they're peewees and so on and so forth. And then, but the devil's advocate of that is also that we also have, you know, the depth guys where, you know, finding, you know, still having enough skill on that fourth line or that 6D, but under, and that's kind of the hardest part, I think, to answer your question is, you know, those guys are the ones that are hard to feed the roles to, you know what I mean? Like that 10 forward or the, you know, the guys that, you know, the guy that might play every third shift at D. So just getting those guys to continue to work in the summer and, you know, have a little care for them and, and also understand that, you know, they're a part of it and, 
you know, you know, and I think both teams are pretty much known for playing a lot of guys. So it's not like we play one, two lines, you know, so those guys know that they have an opportunity to play just where they fall is kind of, you know, up to them and the hard work and, you know, so on and so forth. So, well, what's in, 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 you know, it's clear that if, if teams want to be successful and go deep, the only way you can really go deep is you need everybody and everybody has to do something. And, 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 you know, in today's day and age, as you mentioned or alluded to, is it, it feels like sometimes maybe there's a role that, that you don't want and you think maybe you're a little bit better for that. And I think what I was hearing you say, and the reason I brought up the question was when you call all of these games, like I do, I, I'm able to see like where this kind of all gels together for certain groups and I've noticed it with the Wyzetta Trojans a lot. Like, it doesn't matter who you're putting out there. Everybody seems to know exactly what's expected of them, and they deliver what you're looking for. I mean, sometimes to perfection, sometimes not, right? Because that's just the game. But the truth is, is like you're able to get that done. And it sounds to me like a lot of this is happening right now. Yeah, and, it, and you're right, and it, and it does. And it happens throughout the entire year, and you know, throughout their careers there, you know. And so it's yeah. like, I mean, look at look at look at who just won the Stanley Cup. I mean, that was the deepest team in the league by far. You know what I mean? And so, and it's like talk about putting people's in role in people in roles. So now, granted, you know, you know, speaks of us. It's like, you know, and, and, and I'm in that time right now frame of that process of. You know, by no means are we picking teams or evaluating and stuff like that, but it's fun to see those kids that are, they're smart. You know what I mean? They're very they're smart. smart. Kids. They know where they, they know where they're at. Right. So it's like, okay, how do we help? How do you help your best players get good? And how do you help your role players that want to make a bigger role for themselves, you know, continue to improve too. And so that process is always going on. Um, obviously it's more now because, we're on the ice with them and I get to see them on a daily basis. Um, but it's cool to be able to see them, you know, mature emotionally, physically, you know, mentally um, on a daily basis. And then, then so then it, that creates a little bit more, that creates a lot of fun, you know, atmosphere on a daily basis because they have the inner compete and um, you know, it's great for culture. I want to go on that cup comment you made about Vegas, which is really interesting to me is, you know, when you looked at all of the teams that were in the postseason, I mean, even if like a, a Kaprizov is healthy on Vegas, you, you look at their lineup. Okay, Jack Eichel, I get it. But like, what else do they really have? And, and um, I mean, Marcia so was terrific and I get all of that. But it just seemed like from from play, uh, forward one to 12, they're all just so consistently deep and strong, but not superstars. And, yeah, and you know, I, they won. And I, and I think that. And I think that that actually, you know, piggybacks our whole point of the story is that right. those guys probably understand their roles a little bit more. Now, granted, if they're all going, they're all getting nice timing. You know what I mean? Like some of the guys were in Marshall started scoring halfway through and then he was unstoppable. But at the beginning, he wasn't really doing a lot, you know, and it's like, so it's, but he never kind of got off his role. And, you know, it was so it, it's watching it as it went through and it was, it was and my wife was funny. She's like, is there hockey on again tonight? I'm like, yeah, there's <laughs> hockey on again tonight. So, but it's, uh, and even my daughters now that love the game are like, Oh, I can't believe Boston's playing Florida again or whatever, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it's, they got to play seven to win it, you know? And they're like, so anyways, but that right there is a, you know, a tribute to like, you better have a bunch of guys that can play if you're going to play for, you know, eight weeks or however long it took. And, you know, because other than that, you're, you, guys are getting worn out and, and so on. So you need to score, you need scoring up and down your lineup, you know? And so, um, you know, it's just, it was fun to watch and just <clears throat> see how they had, 
you know, they didn't have a McKin- you know, McKinnon or McDavid or a Kaprizov, but they had, you know, Eichel was obviously really good, but right. he wasn't, he's not really not known as a guy like in that category. Maybe he will hopefully be, but when you got a bunch of guys that are, you know, good second line centers in the NHL, which obviously are really good players, but they're not like all-stars. And it's just, so it was, it's pretty fun to watch. Well, what I noticed too, Pat, was there's Phil Kessel who played two games, I think in the whole playoffs or whatever it was, or maybe yeah. even uh, if it was that, he was smiling as wide as the guy who uh, who who had the Conn Smythe Trophy, right? So um, yeah. you know, it's just it's it's just an honor to be a part of it, and I, I think we we're just kind of going here for the fact that it's easy to think it, but it's a whole other thing to do it, and I think the challenge that you have as a coaching staff, not just you, but everybody, right? But you specifically to what we're talking about is making sure that you have a lot of players to choose from and a lot of things that are going on. The harder everybody works as a group, the more they work to improve, the better you guys come as a whole. And um, I think that's what's got to be fun. Like you you walk out of the summer and say, man, yeah, I'm sure you've had some summers where you've said, boy, I really like this group or others where it's like, ah, I'm not sure. Where do you fit with this group? Do you, do you like their work ethic and how they're getting about things? Yeah, I mean, this group, obviously, we're going to have, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I want to say, you know, seven to nine seniors that in six of them that have played since our sophomores um, that have been huge roles for us. Um, and then we've had, you know, we've got a couple of younger kids that are pretty good. Um, but it's, it's more over the, you know, our core group of seniors that are coming back this year, um, are such good leaders and just have been through, you know, everything have had some really phenomenal teams, obviously have lost some big games, <clears throat> you know, they've been, they've been, th- been through it all, but they, uh, they, they still have that same kind of, and I think that's going to be the biggest thing for us this year is just, you know, the fire that, you know, continuing to build and continuing to get better. And I mean, obviously we'll be able to skate and make plays and we'll have a lot of talent and stuff, but just, you know, that it's, it, well, as we all know, it comes onto one game, but it's just the, this group has that kind of passion. They, this, the core group of these kids, I think about six of them were on that state championship team, BAM, double A team, three, whatever, three years ago or two years ago, whatever it was. So they know how to win. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, our leadership is going to be really good this year. And, and, and I think that the biggest, I, to be honest with you, I think that the majority of our roles, um, you know, they know what they're supposed to be doing, but we'll probably have five, four to five kids that, you know, are just battling right now to, to find a spot to, to be a part of something cool. So it's, uh, all of our seniors are, are just phenomenal humans. And they, they, a lot of them played varsity last year. I mean, some of them as sophomores, so they've been around the bend and, uh, you know, they're excited for this upcoming season for sure. Well, this group's going to be on display. As we know, the announcement just came out late last week for Hockey Day Minnesota and War Road. And uh, wow, what what a great opportunity, not only to be on Hockey Day Minnesota, but War Road. It's a pretty cool town. They're going to do it right. Yeah, I mean, I actually, uh, <clears throat> it's funny because I got a call this last year when we were driving up to War Road. I was on the bus and um, my phone rang and, uh, from somebody from the wild and he's like, Hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, well, I'm actually driving up to war road. And he's like, well, Hey, are you still interested in hockey day, Minnesota for next year? I said, Oh my gosh, please. And so we, <laughs> as we're driving up to war world last year, um, you know, I, I found out and, and obviously I kept it a secret for, from a lot of people. It was, that was a hard weekend for me with my kids being like, cause that the funny part about the story was, is that they had, <clears throat> excuse me, they had, uh, Hockey Day 2024 sweatshirts already made for World because they're, or, you know, they're trying to to hype it up. And I'm look, I'm looking at, I'm like, 
well, those are pretty cool. You know, and all of our guys are like, man, that'd be, that'd be so cool. And I'm like, oh boy. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the I'm poor like, it's seniors that are gone too. Stuff. Like, damn. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, when I, when, Will Ingman was the first person that he found out that it, we, were, we were doing it this year. I don't know why, why we were, we were golfing or something. And he was so upset. I'm like, yeah, well, you're one year away, buddy, but that's okay. I'd be excited for these guys. But uh, no, it's, it's going to be awesome. And the cool thing about world and Rozo and all those teams up, you know, about it and the, the whole area is, you know, their livelihoods are two, are two things, obviously hockey and then fishing and hunting. And so, um, you know, <clears throat> the last two years we've been up there and they are so nice and so, you know, just they're accommodating and like they literally come up, you know, just regular people that are, you know, selling hot dogs and just thanking us for being there. And uh, they do such a nice, you know, Jay and his staff do such a good job of giving us a locker room and it's, it's really cool. So um, it was no brainer for me. And um and uh, I think that we, our program has done a good job of being, you know, good tenants as well. So it was a, it was an easy fit for for this year coming up. That's well, really exciting. It's going to make for a great matchup. You're playing what Moorhead? Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, and then it's going to be Rosso and War Road. What a great bill for those. I mean, that's yeah, great. That's and be, that's <laughs> the fact. You know, obviously, Moorhead is going to be really tough next year, and, and we should be decent. And obviously, you got the you know, what, 15 mile different difference of up there, you know, with their hometown hockey, which will be sweet. You know, you have all the youth kids there and stuff. So um, that should be two uh, super fun games for the fans. And, uh, and not, I mean, not only the fans on TV, but just how many people are up there just celebrating the weekend. Well, everybody can skate down that path too and uh, get to the game. <laughs> Most likely, I think it's pretty cool. I got to do, do that sometime. I keep my wife keeps asking, so you skated the, the or whatever it is the pond or the river yet i'm like oh man it's been too cold <laughs> i know i think it's cool yeah uh it, it's too cold you're not going out there but all of the people from up there are out there what's wrong you know one of the things <laughs> you guys are soft down in the cities but city slickers, yeah city right slickers. just ridiculous <laughs> one of the things yeah. that that you brought up which is interesting is how grateful they are and how kind they are yeah. to all of us that go up and, and play wouldn't it be cool if we here in the Twin Cities maybe did a little bit better of a job with them to say thank you to them for coming to play? Like, I think about that after you said that. I'm like, God, I don't know if I ever really even see someone doing the hot dogs doing that. You know, that, I know. That, and, and, well, the, the hardest part. So here's it, it, that's a great point. So, like, what I've kind of done, what I've kind of done, try to do a good job of is you know, build a good, build a good relationship with Johnny Emmerman up Moorhead, but they travel a lot because they know that they have to. So that's kind of a bad example, but they're, they're in town all the time, but you know, smaller programs, even than that, which when we start talking about, you know, on the border and stuff like that, or the greenways or the hippies, you know, little, you know, the old school hockey towns is like, mm-hmm. they, everyone that works at their, anywhere pretty much there really if you think about it um the zamboni driver the guys in the concession stand you know the guys like those are all just family members and people that are a part of the hockey community now i'm not saying that we don't have that in the cities but a lot of our venues specifically the big ones um you know are ran by the cities and stuff so those workers are just great people from the community but they're not like necessarily hockey families you know so that's a really cool thing i think for them um, you know, just like when there's, you know, I, I think, I mean, this is going to be crazy. I think, you know, how cool it's going to be for them out there for this hockey day, in Minnesota, but even on a regular day, when we go up there, when we went up there this last two years, 
it's just fun to meet the people and, you know, you walk through the rinks and see all the cool stuff. And, you know, they're all, one of them is was related to some all-star hockey player 20 years ago, or he has a nephew or a grandson. So um, it's, it's really cool. You know, you hear seven degrees of separation there. It's one degree, you know, somewhere, somehow yeah, exactly. someone's related to an NHL grade or whatever, mm-hmm. or a high school legend. And it's so cool. So uh, what a great well, experience for your kids. Yeah. And on top of that, you think about that comment you just made, like, I think we do a good job in the Twin Cities of kind of talking about players that have played for where Hill Murray, you know, Benilde, Wyzetta, Edina, all the teams anywhere for that matter that played high, high levels NHL. But when you're, when you're an NHL player or, a, you know, like look at Gigi Marvin, if you're a woman, you know, like they, they come back and give back and they run camps and they, you know, they, you know, donate money. And they, so that's cool too. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not saying they don't hear, but like up there, it's like, well, oh, this is where I came from. I'm going to, so that's pretty cool too, and they, and they and they glorify that. Like the ring, they got pictures of the guys all over, and they show the tradition, which is excellent. Yeah, I would say what you're saying is like here uh, for those people, it's it's nice thing to do. It's nice that they do it, and from there, it's what you do, and yeah. you recognize why you are who you are, and uh, the the village builds you, and it's just super cool. And I think I think it's great. So, uh, are you guys mm-hmm. going to get the special outdoor jerseys? I mean, have you gotten into any thoughts with that? Yeah, we will. Um, and obviously, it's a you know for the majority majority of the people, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So we'll take full advantage of it. Um, you know, I, we don't have anything you know done yet, but it's in the mix, and uh, you know, so it'll be good. And uh, yeah, we're excited about it, and you know, we're gonna take full advantage of it, and we're gonna have a bunch of people come up and. Um, it's going to be a very exciting week. So you got the Rogers scrimmage. Do you have any other scrimmages this summer coming up or are you doing the festival or are you laying low this year? We'll be over. We'll probably play. I would say, I know it's a big number, but one to five, that's kind of a wide range, but somewhere in that in the next five weeks. And then we're going to be, we'll play over at, um, at Braemar, um, I think it's Raymer, maybe big one of the two. Um, the one that we're always in um, over over there on July 28th, 29th, and 30th. So that'll be that'll be kind of it. Yeah, you'll probably be at big. I think that's with John Barger. I'll be running yeah, clock, so I'll have a close watch fly on the squad. Uh, yep. so that'd be great. And, uh, it's kind of fun to see it all come together. And, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think for you and I, we'll probably connect a little before tryout time to set the tone for your squad, uh, for our next one. Yeah. If you're cool with that. That sounds great. All right, Pat, get back out on the course and go knock it around. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you. All right. Likewise. Thanks. That's Pat O'Leary. This is a Ro- uh, Trojan hockey weekly. I'm Pete Wagner. So long everybody.